This episode of the Rock in a Hard Place podcast is brought to you by Tweaked Audio at tweakedaudio.com. Use the code HARDPLACE and receive 33% off your order. That's tweakedaudio.com. This is the Rock in a Hard Place podcast. I'd sit this one out, Cap. I don't see how I can. These guys come from legend. They're basically gods. There's only one god, man. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. You don't know the power of the dark side. Let's not stand on ceremony here. And now, here are your hosts, Chris Cougar and Paul Gibson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Rock and a Hard Place podcast. My name is Chris Cooner. Joining me, my good friend, he's back, he's available, he's awake. It's Paul Gibson, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back, my friend. I don't know if awake is exactly the term I would use, but that's probably closer than other things. Oh, is that? Okay, good. Well, it's it's <laughs> it's better that than fast asleep, you know? Exactly. Yeah. It's, uh, do you remember in Hook when um, uh, Mr. Smee is introducing Captain Hook? You know, a man so deep, he's almost unfathomable. And the guys are staring at him like... I don't get that. And then he, you know, <laughs> pops off with a man so quick, he's even fast asleep. And that one they get. <laughs> then I love it. Give him a very big hand because he's only got one. That's right. <laughs> I love that. Uh, I, I love it when <laughs> Hook starts to walk down the stairs and then he looks down and he sees the stairs and he, he stands back up. Smee stomps on the stairs and the red carpet pops out <laughs> it's very very cool i enjoy that movie not a lot of people i know really like that film i mean it's a bit of a cult classic but there's a lot yeah. of people i know that uh, are like oh that movie's terrible i don't know how anybody could like it and i'm like because mm. it's fun and awesome exactly yeah troll exactly <laughs> i showed it to my kids um Probably about six or seven months ago, w- without talking to my wife about it first, <laughs> and, uh, she was she was less than thrilled that I showed it to him. And the the main part that she has a problem with is when they're all sitting around the table, the food fight, and they're throwing insults back and forth at each other. So I told her I considered it a teachable moment. You know, this is what not to do. Exactly. Exactly. I always fa- we had that on VHS, and I always fast-forwarded through that part, because it actually made me feel uncomfortable. Oh, really? Yes, because I was just like, this is just feels wrong. In the same way that I don't want it made you feel uncomfortable? That one wasn't that it really made... Well, that one... <laughs> you have to understand, that one was built up for me to feel uncomfortable about. I was like, oh, well, I don't know if you should listen to this one. It's about sex. And I was like, okay. It's like, well, and then I finally heard him like, oh my gosh, they say sex over and over and yeah. over again. Well, and they spell it just in case you didn't know how it was spelled, you know? Like, so that way you can write it down and really freak out your Christian parents. Exactly. Exactly. So, <laughs> you can fight, you can fly, and you can crow. Thank you, Leslie, for tossing that in there. Excellent reference. <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, so yeah, we are back together. Uh, Paul had to take the week off last week. He uh, he needed to be with his family, and he needed a little more sleep. Paul is working early mornings now, and how is that going for you, my friend? 
Dude, waking up at between 4.30 and 5 every morning really sucks. But it is nice to have weekends again because for the longest time, I did not have weekends. Like I worked the middle of the day on Saturday, sometimes from 7 in the morning till 6 in the evening on Saturday. But on the other hand, I also didn't work several days of the week. So it 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 worked out in a way. But right. now it's like I have like not a whole lot of time during the week when I'm awake enough to do anything with it. Uh-huh. And uh, but I do have all weekend. So that's nice. It's just nice to have Saturdays again. Yeah, there's aspects that are good. I had a job for a while. I probably talked about this before, but uh, I used to work for um office depot but before it was called office depot it was well i take that back it's always been office depot but out here in california we had office club and then office depot bought out office club and turned them all into office depots so for a while when it was office club my shift started at 4 a.m and i got off at noon Uh. so 10 o'clock I'm driving around trying to find lunch. Like my body says, mm-hmm. it's lunchtime, not breakfast. Right. It's eight o'clock in the morning, and I'm trying to drive around and find lunch. And uh, I was never more thankful for Burger King because you can get anything you want any time of day. So eight o'clock in the morning, I'm getting like a Whopper with cheese and bacon and and drinking a Coke and eating <laughs> French fries. The drive-through person's looking at me like I'm insane. <laughs> And you're like, look, homie, I was awake while you were still in bed. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So it was nice getting off work at noon because then I had the whole rest of the day to do anything. But I had to be in bed by like eight o'clock at night. Otherwise, I was just a mess the next day. Yeah. So I think I lasted about six months on that shift and said, you guys can have this back. I'll go back to work later in the morning. Right. (laughs) I, I don't blame you. So not even a little bit. Back when I worked in retail, mm, the fun <laughs> of that, I tell you. <laughs> so, Those were the days. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, so the Grammys kind of happened. Yes. And uh, there was some some cool things that happened. Um, one of which being 21 Pilots winning their Grammy for best <laughs> pop duo group performance for their song Stressed Out. And when they got announced, they dropped Trow and went up on stage in their boxers. <laughs> in their boxer briefs. <laughs> it's, I, uh, I, I don't understand those guys. I mean, listen, I love their stuff. I, I think they make really good music, and it's very different. And there's no one else that's really doing anything like them. Um. But at the same time, they're weird. <laughs> they are. They are. Uh, just out of curiosity, though, did you hear the story behind why they went up in their boxers? I did not. Okay. Well, let me share it. Then I'll yes. feel all in the know. Oh, yes. So the story goes, they, they I think they briefly told this from stage. They said. Uh, briefly? Bax, huh? I said, ha briefly? Yeah, briefly. They, they briefly shared this on stage. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Um, so apparently back when they were, uh, still nobodies, they were doing the band, but you know, they hadn't been discovered yet. They had put out like an EP or something. They were watching the Grammys with some buddies and they looked around the room and realized that them and all their buddies were sitting around watching the Grammys in their underwear. And they're like, you know what? 
this will never happen. But if we ever win the Grammys, we should so totally go get it on stage in our underwear. They're like, yeah, but they we're safe. And then they won. So they're like, yeah, sure. Why not? Let's go for it. Wow. <laughs> well, so I'm wondering if, uh, if, if that's going to make any difference to like people listening to their album. I mean, there are, I- I'm sure that there are Christians out there that have heard that they did this. Um, and that are probably pretty offended at the fact that they opted to go up there in their undies. Yeah. And and I was wondering too, but it's funny because they have been one of the few bands that has been able to tread this weird line of being known as the people who care, you know, who care enough to find out, know that they're Christians, know that there is some faith-based stuff in their lyrics know who they hang out with they they kind of know this about them but at the same time they have never gone after the christian market the christian market has gone after them um after they got this nice little modicum of success and and instead of them saying please christian stations will you play our music the christian stations have been saying hey we like your stuff and we understand that you're clean enough and that you guys are christian can we play your stuff so they're in this weird position where i don't think um i don't think they 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 need Christian fans, yeah. But at the same time, I don't think they're looking to get rid of them. I, and so I think that it's one of those things where if Switchfoot had done that, oh man, I think it would all break loose. Even though they have a big mainstream following as well, I think because they have been quote unquote part of the Christian market, they've been on Christian labels, they do festivals that are Christian festivals, whereas Twenty One Pilots really doesn't. Um, I think it's one of those things that they have. They are on a slightly different side of this line where it would make it not okay. Um, so, I mean, don't get me wrong. When I heard about it, I was like, oh, boy. Yeah, <laughs> like, wh- what? what's going to come of this? But I think the beauty of it is, is I think the average listener of that, of their type of music, even in the Christian genre, who's going through the effort of, of like, listening to a station, be it online or in their area doesn't care enough i mean you know it would have been one thing if they'd went up there in a thong um but since they went up in boxer briefs they were still wearing every bit of their upper clothing and they weren't like you know they weren't like gyrating on stage or trying to throw their groin in somebody's face or something that made it sexual they were just being stupid so uh and they didn't pull a miley cyrus no they didn't pull a miley cyrus they didn't pull a michael jackson they didn't pull a Red Hot Chili Peppers. I mean, you know, and it, it's one of those things where when I put up the little poll on our Twitter, um, you know, I, I, you know, I gave three options. So, like, what? How did you feel about them being on the stage in their underwear? It's like either A, wrath, hellfire, not okay. B, meh. C, pretty funny. Or D, the best Grammy moment ever. And everybody was in the middle. They were either meh or pretty funny. So, you know, I think it's one of those things where the average person who is the audience for them on either side is either going to be just very minorly offended, but not enough to stop listening to their music because it's good. And there's nothing offensive about their music, right? Nor is there ever anything offensive about their live show. Um, or B, they just are going to be in the camp of, yeah, it's, that's pretty funny. It's like, it's not like, you know, end of the world, hilarious or the right. greatest moment ever. But you know, it's like, you just kind of love the things you just kind of sit back and go, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> well, I mean, Jennifer in the chat room, she says that they play their shows without shirts on, you know, yeah. I mean, honestly, it's for a lot of mainstream bands. They do that 
and even more. So, you know, from the mainstream side of things, it's not that big of a deal. But if you, you know, if if it were, you know, let's say Mercy Me decided to walk out on stage without their shirts on, I think there's going to be a whole different reaction. But I think a lot of that tends to go to where, oh, it's actually Michael, not Jennifer. He's on Jennifer's account. So it's it's Michael. Sorry, Michael. I, I apologize. Um, yeah. Uh, but you know, if it were, if it were mercy me that walked out there, their whole audience is completely different. Um, so I think that the, the motive for them to do that would be completely different than 21 pilots, right? Right. Well, and I think that the, mainly the thing with, with them, and I think it's mainly their drummer who does shirtless more. I could be wrong. I mean, I've watched most of one of their live sets. Like I think fuse was running like a full concert of theirs on TV one time. And I watched most of it. And I think he just gets hot. I mean, for the love of goodness, I mean, he works that drum kit the entire time and their, their, their headlining shows are over two hours long. I mean, that's a long time to be banging on skins. So, I mean, I think that's a big part of it. And two, it's like, you know, it, it also goes into the idea of they're not really being sexual with it. It's just like that's him being comfortable. Right. I mean, the guy from Foo Fighters wears no shirt, and then he wears, like, running shorts that barely cover anything, <laughs> not because he wants you to see his stuff, but just because it's like, well, this is really comfortable, and I'm going to be moving all my limbs all the time, and this is really freeing to do it this way. So Well, and you know, it's still it's, it just that's rock and roll. Yeah, it's still more than flea wears. So, yes, this is true. You know, this is true. That's a whole nother. Okay. So, uh, so interesting. I'm curious as to what the people listening feel about, uh, 21 pilots showing up or going up there in their boxers, you know, leave a comment and let us know what you think. Was it a good thing? Was it a bad thing? Does it even matter? It's definitely something people are talking about. So that's why we mention it since that kind of falls in the category of what we do. Um, personally, I don't have a big deal with it. If it were, you know, tidy whities or speedos or something along those lines, I would think it would be more quote unquote shocking. But, um, you know, boxer briefs, I just, I don't see it as being a massive deal, but I can see a yeah. lot of people making it a big deal if they want right. to. Now, since we, since we brought up the Grammys, I think we have to talk at least just briefly about the idea, yeah, briefly, uh, about Chance the Rapper closing out the show with a big gospel number. I mean, that was, that was weird i mean it it wasn't bad it wasn't like over the top awesome but it was it was there and it was very bold in what it did i don't quite understand why and it seems like kind of an odd choice um i mean i know chance the rapper has never made any uh secret of the fact that he has faith and that you know that runs in his family and you know i i'm I feel like he does have, at least in the guest vocalist he has on some of his records, he does have some profanity and all that. But and he's talking about real world stuff. But you know, I mean, he's made a, a really big splash as an independent artist and being able to do it on his own. He only does digital streaming. He doesn't do physical copies. I mean, he does a lot of stuff that's very different and kind of turns things on its head. And I'm not a huge fan of most of the stuff I've heard of his. Just his style doesn't do that much for me. But that's just a personal preference thing. I don't have an issue with him as a person. Or as an artist, it's just his music doesn't speak to me in the way that it does some people. But right, um, I don't know. I mean, it was a bold move. I mean, he had you know Tamala Man, who's a well-known gospel artist, had the big choir, um, had Kirk Franklin doing his Kirk Franklin thing, and uh, you know, it was cool. I mean, it was it was interesting. It, it 
I don't know if that speaks to me more of the clout that Chance the Rapper has, or if it's just that praise and worship music has gotten that huge to where you can include it in a situation like that, and people kind of know what's going on. Well, is it is it part of the, you know, did they do it intentionally because of the climate shift with the elections to where faith is something that's kind of being pushed out into the forefront with the way that everything went down this last November and, and the president and you know, all of that kind of stuff. Is that a, I mean, I don't want to get political, so I'm, I'm trying to walk, (laughs) I'm trying to walk this really fine line here, but you know, sometimes politics kind of crosses over into, into these areas to where we can ask questions. Is it an attempt to extend an olive branch to the gospel musicians because of the climate in the country right now? Or was it just, hey, this guy's really talented and he sounds really good. So do we, you know, would this be a really good way to end the show? You'd have to be on the inside of those meetings and see what exactly he was talking about or what they were discussing within that in order to to, to, to tell what exactly happened. Yeah, and and I mean, I I would have loved to have been in on those conversations because, <laughs> I mean, the the layman thought that I would have thought would have been the crux of the discussion would have been he's got big songs. Mm. He had a song that won a Grammy just for the song. Right. That w- and I mean, he slipped uh, just a teensy bit of that into the end performance, just kind of a nod to it. But that would have made the most sense. However, the two guest vocalists who are on that song are Two Chains and Little Wayne, who are both extremely profane and don't represent anything like uh, a Christ-like point of view. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, if they come up on stage with them, they'd done the song probably as written, it would have been a very completely different reaction and a different song set, feel, everything would have changed. It had been that song, which, you know, kind of leaves you in this weird place of like, well, how do you feel about Chance the Rapper for doing that? It's like, does this, does this somehow make up for something. And, and I don't know his music well enough to know that, like, I'm not condemning him for his music. Totally. But, you know, I mean, d- where, where does that put him? And, you know, it's like, I mean, let's face it. 90% of, of hip hop artists of, of any ethnicity, when they get on stage, thank God or thank Jesus. I mean, that's, right. that's kind of part of the raising of it. But at the same time, they also don't get on stage with a gospel choir and Kirk Franklin and do a stand up. It's, it's, it's time to worship my God. I mean, you right. know, it's like, that was very in your face, and I don't know. I mean, it was it was a cool moment. I'm curious to see what comes next after all that. That to me is the most interesting part. Is like, okay, that's cool. Now what? Yeah, yeah. It's I don't know. It's interesting. I mean, you look at bands like Skillet, and they go on tour with with uh, secular bands all the time oh, as yeah. their as their opener. We posted that Skillet was coming through the Ace of Spades in Sacramento, and uh, somebody commented that they wish that Skillet wouldn't tour with non-Christian bands. And somebody else was like, um, that's how they reach people. <laughs> you know, it's what they do. Uh, you, uh, P.O.D. is yeah. on a tour, and I think just about every other band on there is some mainstream, you know, artist that is not in line with their beliefs. But P.O.D. has always done it that way. They've always gone out and they've always had a fantastic reputation within the music industry as being stand up guys who are super nice, who are, um, you know, who everybody knows that they are faith based in what they do, 
but they're not rubbing people's faces in it or, you know, doing massive um, altar calls and that kind of stuff. They're upfront about it without annoying people, I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Not being overly abrasive. With yeah. It. Which I mean, and, and it's funny because I think so often and I tend to fall kind of into one of these camps. But so often, I think we often want to put um, artists into our box. It's like, right. it's like, well, if you're going to be a Christian artist, you need to throw a Bible from stage. You need right. to do an altar call. There needs to be a love offering for Compassion International. And gosh darn it, there needs to be a baptismal pool within a, at least half an hour so that you can baptize some souls when you get done. Or it needs to be the whole, don't say anything, that cheese 